0: Hi there, it's Scott Rockfile, another podcast for you, my spoiler-free review of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. If you've listened to my Life with Star Wars podcast I uploaded a couple days ago, that was basically a 20-minute discussion of me going to see all the movies. You know that I went opening night, May of 1977. I was 11 years old. I had just read the book. My parents took me to the opening night, very first showing, and it blew my young mind. And Star Wars has been a part of my life ever since. It basically changed my life because being a huge fan of sci-fi and comic books and stuff like that, no movie had sparked my imagination more than that one. And I enjoyed Empire, and I enjoyed Return, and I enjoyed the prequels when they came out, and I enjoyed J.J. Abrams when he rebooted it, and I even enjoyed The Last Jedi, although I still have a few problems with it. But nothing will prepare you for how good this movie is. The Rise of Skywalker, I can't even imagine how hard, how daunting it was for J.J. Abrams and everybody else that worked on the movie to make this movie. Think about 42 years of pop culture iconism is weighing on their shoulders as they go in to write the scenes, as they go in to create the special effects and the sets and the costumes. And I was discussing with a friend this morning that I think Disney has made all the right moves recently with their latest movies like Maleficent, with the Marvel movies, Endgame, with Star Wars... They are finally letting their properties be their properties. They are giving fans what they want. Screw the critics. Screw trying to make Academy Award winning movies. Let's make movies that fans want to see. They're not knocking everyone out of the park, but they're getting more right than they're getting wrong. Infinity War and Endgame were amazing. I don't want to say movies because they were more than that. They were event films. They were... They brought together an entire universe and satisfied fans. Incredibly hard to do. 23 movies. And, you know, it. wow. The same thing with Star Wars. They had had some misdirection on The Last Jedi. They released something they'd hoped would have been received better than it was. And it made a lot of money. And they're a a lot of fans of that movie. But a lot of people have some problems with things, myself included. But to go in and say, okay, we're going to wrap up 42 and a half years of this pop culture phenomenon, this story that that a lot of us saw from childhood to adulthood, you know, how can we do it right? How can we pay fan service that doesn't pander, that doesn't insult, that kudos? I I talked about J.J. Abrams in my Star Trek movie reviews yesterday. I had complete faith he could pull this off, and he did. There are critics out there calling this movie a mess and, and, and other things, and I'm sorry, I don't get it. As an 11-year-old kid who was blown away by Star Wars A New Hope, at my age now, I sat there like a, an 11-year-old kid blown away by The Rise of Skywalker. It is the most fast-paced movie of the year. It Two and a half hours flew by like that. I looked around the theater, people clapped, people cheered, people gasped. There was applause at the end of the movie. There were applause at different points in the movie. It, it is such a crowd-pleasing movie. It is so not what you expect, but what you want. They went in different directions than I expected them to go. I've spent the last month avoiding the latest trailers, the scenes. The only things I've watched in relation to The Rise of Skywalker has been some of the interviews with the stars where they weren't allowed to talk about the movie, so they just talked about other things. And I watched some interviews with J.J. Abrams, who, again, can't tell us anything about the movie. This is one of those rare movie occasions that even the trailers I saw did not give you the full picture of what this was going to be and did not prepare me for it. And that, I love that. I love a trailer that makes me want to go see a movie, and then I go see the movie, and I'm blown away. I'm surprised. Instead of seeing most of the movie in the trailer, and I walk out of the movie going, well, it was pretty much the trailer fleshed out. And I hope other companies will take this to heart and and do this moving forward. Tenant, which was a trailer for the new Christopher Nolan movie that opens next summer, uh, played before Star Wars, and that is a trailer that doesn't really show you anything about what's going on, but it, it tantalizes you that you want to know more, and I want to see that movie. I don't have to see another trailer. I'm in. Same thing I said with the first Rise of Skywalker trailer. I'm in. You know, I don't need to see any more. And so I'm having fun today going and watching some of the trailers and some of the added scenes and the stuff after The Mandalorian stuff that I avoided because I really wanted to go into the movie as cold as possible. And the Lucasfilm logo came up and I got chills. And by the way, the most valuable player is not J.J. Abrams and not any of the actors. Freaking John Williams. His music, well... Star Wars A New Hope was the first soundtrack I ever bought. My parents thought I was crazy. I bought this double album set, um, vinyl, back in the day, in the in the late 70s. And they were like, why did you buy that? I said, because the music is so awesome. And I became a trumpet player. Part of the reason was because of Star Wars. And, and the Rocky soundtrack, Gonna Fly Now, was also. Anyway, um, so... John Williams' score has always been tied to the Star Wars movies, and he has become the master of soundtracks. And I was not prepared for how great the music is. It super fantastic. It makes the movie. John Williams has outdone himself. If he never does anything else, this is his crowning achievement. The soundtrack is freaking fantastic and truly made moments in the movie better than they were on film. You can't ask for more out of a soundtrack. So, John Williams, thank you. That You, wow. Everybody acted well in the movie. The movie is incredibly fast-paced. It is one of those movies you will want to see again. I'm ready to go see it again because... I'm sure there's things I missed. I kept up with it. Nothing is confusing. Nothing is a mess, as some critics have said. It was an easy narrative to follow. It it was a great story. Uh, it has thrills. It has chills. It has surprises. It has plot twists. It is everything you want out of a Star Wars movie. It has laser battles and lightsaber fights. And, 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 and well, like I said, I'm not going to get into any spoilers in this one. Maybe I'll do a second review where we just talk about all the details. But really, all I can say is, if you're a Star Wars fan, if you've liked any of the movies, you need to see how the story finishes, and it is a worthy, worthy movie. There is not one person that walked out of the theater last night hating on it. Not one in my theater, and it was sold out. There were a group of five guys who are roughly, I would say, in their 40s, and it was funny to hear their discussion that, you know, they read some reviews before they went to see it, and they were waiting for it to suck. And one guy says, and I waited, and I waited, and it never sucked. So if you've read some of the negative reviews or whatever, critics are paid to be critics. This is a movie for fans. Fans are not critics. Fans want to see what fans want to see, and this lifelong Star Wars fan is completely satisfied with how they ended it. I am fine if they don't make any other Skywalker stuff. There are small threads in there that they could pick up for other movies, sure, but they're doing a fine job with The Mandalorian, and I hope that they, when they make whatever they're going to make movie-wise going forward, that they just take the, the essence of Star Wars, the... the the what makes it Star Wars and make movies with it. They don't really have to keep connecting things back to the Skywalker Saga because they have done such a great job in wrapping it up. It's one of my favorite movies of the year, not because it's an Academy Award winning, you know, it's, it's going to clean up at the Academy Awards kind of thing. It's because I got what I wanted. I got a satisfactory end to the Skywalker Saga. It's the same thing. Avengers Endgame will wind up in one of my favorite movies of the year. It is not one of the best movies of the year. I mean, it's an incredible achievement, but it's one of my favorite movies of the year because it's infinitely rewatchable, and it satisfied me. And the same thing with this. The Rise of Skywalker was made to satisfy the fans, and that is exactly what it did. Screw the critics. Go see the movie. Go get blown away by it. The 3D was really good. The Dolby Atmos sound was fantastic. (laughs) <laughs> there there's some scenes that just envelop you, and I'm not going to tell you why, but the, the, wow. The soundtrack, uh, not just the music, but the overall sound mix was incredible. The movie looks fantastic. It is some of the best special effects you have ever seen on film. The shots are immaculate. It is, it is beautifully filmed. Everybody does a great job in the movie. There are no throwaway scenes like there were in any of the Star Wars movies. There is, As I discussed in my life with Star Wars, there is always at least one section where it's supposed to be an adventure to give you a little bit more character. I, I would say the Han Solo Chewbacca freighter thing with the giant round monsters in, in The Force Awakens or the Kanto bite scenes in The Last Jedi. These are side things that if you took them out of the movie, it really wouldn't change a whole lot. There was nothing like that in The Rise of Skywalker. There is nothing that is there to just give exposition. The entire movie is one continuous moving roller coaster plot that for two and a half hours you are just riveted, you are glued to the screen. And I was thrilled like a little kid. I can't say anything better than that. Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is showing in just about every screen at my local cinemas. It's showing every 15 to 30 minutes. Just take two and a half hours out of your day and go see it. If you're a Star Wars fan, you will be thrilled. I loved it. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My website is therockfile.com. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, ask Alexa for Rockfile on Apple Podcasts. Ask your Google Assistant for Rockfile Podcasts and you can get me. I thank you so much for listening. May the force be with you, always.